In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful Monday. As always, I look forward to being here with you for the next hour. I am Marla Tabaka, and you can find me at MarlaTabaka.com. And if you're a small business owner, you are in the right place. And if you have some struggles with your marketing plan then you are really in the right place today. You know, we we all know that small business owners are creative and intelligent, fabulous people. Well, I know that because I get to work with them every day and, and I see the genius at work firsthand. So I may be a bit biased, but that's my opinion of small business owners in general. But in spite of all of that fabulosity, a common dilemma is that soon-to-be entrepreneurs want their business from the perspective of providing a service or a product because that's what they know how to do. They're that technician. They walk in with all the expertise. They they know how to uh, give a great massage or acupuncture or do someone's hair or build mean websites or what have you. But many of them have no clue about how to market that fabulous business that they plan on creating. And the old, you know, build it and they shall come belief system just doesn't work for everyone. So if you find yourself in that quandary, don't worry, because you are so not alone. As a business coach, I can tell you that, you know, people have um, a great amount of luck, actually, and I know that some skill goes into it as well, in building their business to a certain point, but because word of mouth is out there, referrals, and, and you know your website may attract a certain number of people, but when it's time to really scale that business, scaling that marketing plan is really, really difficult. So what do we do about it? Well, most people, of course, go online to see how others are marketing and what they can learn from the competition and the experts, right? But there's a lot of information and advice out there and it's really difficult to know what's right for you and your business. And that's why I've invited today's guest to be with us here on the Million Dollar Mindset. Today's guest is Danny Eney and Danny is an expert marketing educator. And he says that marketing at its core is actually very simple. Now, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that philosophy, believe me. Um, But Danny believes that in so much that he's even written a marketing manifesto to teach us how to market 
in a way that really works without the frills and to show us how to make marketing better. Now, we're going to tell you later in the show how you can get your free copy of Danny's Naked Marketing Manifesto. But first, let's go ahead and welcome marketing educator Danny Eaney to the show. Thanks for being here today, Danny. Thanks so much for having me, Marla. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm I'm so thrilled to have you here. I've I've um, glanced through your your manifesto, and I would love to to start the show off by uh, having you tell us a bit about your background and what led you to write something called Naked Marketing Manifesto. Sure. So I've been a marketer for a very long time. I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time. I quit school when I was 15 to start my first business, and I've been doing it pretty much ever since. Um, a couple of years ago, I started Firepole Marketing, which is um, kind of the banner under which we do a lot of marketing education. We teach business owners how to do a lot of marketing, and that's been going really well. It's been a lot of fun connecting with so many wonderful business owners. Um, what I noticed over the last couple of years as I was doing this is that a lot of business owners really, really struggle, as you said, with marketing. And they struggle with it, not just in in doing it, but even in getting their heads around what it is they need to do, because there's so much bad information out there. There's so many people ostensibly marketing so-called experts, um, the kind of marketing experts that are writing a lot of blog posts and have no customers. You've got to wonder how that works. Um, but marketing experts that are giving them bad information and just confusing the hell out of them. Right. And so I wrote this manifesto to just kind of simplify the playing field and give people the information they actually need to understand what they want to do when it comes to marketing, which is really not complicated. It doesn't have to be. No, I I absolutely agree. And we're going to talk more about that. Tell us why you call it the Naked Marketing Manifesto. What an interesting name. Well, The reason I chose the Naked Marketing Manifesto, the reason I went with the whole naked metaphor and relationships metaphor is that, you know, experts in any field, they get comfortable with a certain amount of special terminology and language. And marketing is no different, you know. So marketing has its own kind of special language when you talk about demographics and psychographics and profiling and unique value proposition and pain points and all that kind of stuff. And other people, people who are not professional marketers, they might be able to parse out what that means, but it's very confusing. And so I said, why not throw all that out? Why not put all that aside and use language that everybody understands? Everybody knows what it's like to see someone from across the room that gets your heart beating really fast. Mm -hmm. Everyone's gone on a first date and, you know, wanted more than anything to make it work well. Everyone's seen a date turn into a relationship and had that experience of, of, you know, getting to know someone, really connecting with them. And marketing fundamentally is pretty much the same as all that. So I said, let's stick with language that everybody knows. And that's what I did in the Naked Marketing Manifesto. I love it. Now, Danny, are you able to give us a sort of a profile of the entrepreneur or the business type that this manifesto is best suited to? Well, I should hope so. I'd be a pretty lousy marketer if I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's it's the same target audience that we serve at Firepool Marketing, which is small business owners and entrepreneurs, zero to ten employees. So they could be running a small product or service business. They could be a coach, a consultant, a freelancer, an independent practitioner. They could be um, a blogger or an online marketer, an information marketer. Whatever they're doing, it doesn't matter. But zero to ten employees, it's small business, and they have to take care of everything, including marketing. They don't have someone on their team that marketing is their job. 
but they're not formally trained in marketing, so they don't know how to do it. But on the other hand, they're not stupid, and they're tired of these, you know, five ways to take over the world with Twitter kind of articles. They need something a little more substantial. They're like, you know, I don't know how to do this because I never learned, not because I can't get it. I just need someone to explain it to me properly so I can take it, use it, and get real results in my business. Perfect. And so it sounds like it's for... Um, you know, perfect for this audience, the solopreneur, the um, solo practitioner, the micro business owner. What, tell us, um, Danny, what are some of the most common mistakes that you see this type of business owner making in terms of their marketing attempts? Well, the single biggest mistake that I see people making all the time when it comes to marketing requires a little bit of explanation, but I'll make it quick. Um, Marketing fundamentally is really simple. You align yourself with what your audience needs. You align yourself with your audience. You have something they want. You tell them about it, and then you engage with them. So there's three parts to that process. There's the alignment process. there's uh, There's the attraction where you get their attention. And then there's engagement where you turn that moment of attraction where they notice you into a long, deep relationship. Now, the mistake people make most often is the way they put different amounts of attention on each of these steps. Most of the people who do marketing wrong put most of their attention on the attraction process. They kind of skip past alignment. They kind of more or less know who their audience is. And they put all their time into attraction. You know, I want people to look at me, to notice me. You know, I need more customers, more prospects in the door. And they forget about engagement because it's, you know, they figure it'll just take care of itself. And what experienced smart marketers know is that attraction is actually the easiest part. If you've done a good job with alignment, attraction is almost going to happen all by itself. And it's just a short moment in time. And after that happens, all of your work should be on engagement, on turning that single moment into something real. And I think, tell me if you find a a similar problem, I think a lot of small business owners really have a difficult time identifying that alignment and identifying Mm -hmm. what makes them unique in the marketplace. Talk to us a little bit, if you can, about uh, the discovery around that. Sure, and I'll start, again, let's throw out all the marketing language. Let's forget for a moment about psychographics and demographics and profiling and personas and all that. And let me ask a simple question, which is, who do you want to see naked? You know, nobody's going to have the same answer to that. You know, if I take you to a big auditorium full of people and I say, who do you want to see naked? I don't know who your answer, who you're going to point to. I can just bet that you're not going to say everyone, right? No matter <laughs> who you are, it's nobody's fantasy to walk down the street and see everybody everyone. naked. I love that. We all have a type that works for us that we find attractive. And in exactly the same way, you want to find who is that perfect fit that really would make you happy to serve? Who is it that you want to work with in your business? And by the same token, who do they want to see naked? Are you who they want to see? And you've got to make sure that those two answers align. You know, you're going after the person that you want to see naked. They want to see you naked. And, and, you know, that's, of course, just a metaphor. The idea is that you want to go after the customer that is a perfect fit for your business and for whom you are a perfect fit. Um, But, like, don't get, I mean, you know, the demographics, the psychographics, all that, it has a place. But start by keeping it simple. You know, describe your customer. Create, like, if you can't write half a page describing them, you don't know them well enough. Mm -hmm. So start by just writing out that half a page and think about, is this really who I want to serve? And am I really the right person for them? Perfect. Danny, we're going to go into break in a little bit. Um, 
Tell us what websites this audience can um, go to to learn more about you and your manifesto. Sure. Well, it's, it's easy. Go to nakedmarketing.com, and you can get the manifesto for free. You don't even have to give me your name or email address. You just tweet or share, and you can grab it. That's very generous. Fabulous. And I did that just this morning, and it was uh, quite the easy process. So go to Naked Marketing. Is it Naked Marketing Manifesto or just nakedmarketing.com, Danny? Uh, Both will work. Okay, fabulous. We're going to go into break, and we'll be back here in just a few moments with expert marketing educator and author of the Naked Marketing Manifesto, Danny Eaney. Thanks for joining us. See you back here in a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job of the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And don't forget to mosey on over to Inc. Magazine online and check out today's article. And uh, I had so much fun interviewing the CEO of a wonderful new company called Outbrain. And we chatted in this interview about the do's and don'ts for better content marketing. So it aligns nicely with uh, the topic we have here on the show today. So incinc.com slash Marla hyphen tobacco, and you'll see 
six tips for content marketing. I hope you enjoyed that article. Leave your comments. And here on the Million Dollar Mindset, we are with expert marketing educator Danny Eney. And Danny, I just want to congratulate congratulate you on on getting the manifesto out there because it is it is really a nice, succinct, short logical look at marketing that I help I think I'll help people sit back and really tune in to what they need to do to get their their company out there and known so um, you can find that and it's a free download make sure and check it out at nakedmarketing.com thanks for being here today Danny let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the manifesto and what people can hope to find in there or will find in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, what they'll find in there is a very short, very succinct overview and analysis of what marketing really is and how they can go about, first of all, evaluating where their marketing is strong and where it's weak and thinking really intelligently about how they can make it better. The manifesto is short. I, I try to emphasize this. It's 42 small pages with large print. And it's because marketing at its core really isn't complicated. We go through the basic key steps that go into making a, making marketing powerful and effective. And at the end, they're going to have a checklist they can use to very quickly and easily evaluate their marketing and figure out where they can make things better. Yeah, and it is. It's short and sweet, and and I think that's what uh, that's what makes it successful. It's it's not going to take up a lot of your day, and it'll give you some insights that are important when you're sitting down to uh, revise or create that marketing plan. Um, so, Danny, one of the things that really stood out for me is uh, that you used the crowdfunding platform to help fund the Naked Marketing Book project, and you more than doubled your goal in four days, which is pretty remarkable. I um, love talking about crowdfunding, and I'm so excited about the changes that are coming up in 2013 um, incorporated into the JOBS Act. Tell us a little bit more about your secrets for for getting crowdfunding support and how you managed to do that. Um, Sure. And, and, you know, we doubled, we just a little more than doubled actually the objective, but it's worth pointing out that I I really blew it in terms of the execution of this campaign. Um, I live in Canada. I'm not a guy who watches the news very much. I'm, you know, really focused on my work and my family and my students and the people that I connect with through my through everything that I do, you know, so if something important is happening in the news, people tell me, but I don't really watch, I'm not really, you know, I don't go into an office job, so I don't know what's going on in in that sense, and so I'm not really aware of what the, when the American holidays are happening, other than, you know, Christmas and stuff like that, and so I don't remember what it was, but we planned this on a holiday weekend, those four days were Friday to Monday on a holiday weekend, (laughs) and so if I had done this on another weekend, and maybe given it a couple more days, like a Thursday to a Tuesday, I'm pretty sure we could have done double what we did. Hmm. So, wow. you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, but you but, already doubled your goal, so hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was very, very gratifying. It's, it's because we launched that manifesto first and so many people engaged around it. And I think the biggest key to effective crowdfunding is that you've got to get the crowd before you need the funding. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to have people invested in what you're doing eager to hear what you have to say before you go to them and say, hey, I'm doing this, can you give me some money? 
Um, and it's also worth noting that we didn't do, this wasn't kind of a traditional crowdfunding project in the sense that we didn't do it just to raise the money. Because um, really, you know, it was a small amount of money. It was, it's not that expensive to put a book together these days. But the way this came together is that I put this manifesto together and people came to me with a lot of questions and a lot of suggestions that, hey, you should write a book. And so I put it to the audience and I said, well, do you want me to? Do you want me to write this book? And they said, yes. And I said, fine. If you want me to write the book, I'm going to write the book. But I don't want to write this book the way that most books, especially most business books, get written, which is the author has, hopefully it's a good idea, but the author has an idea. Maybe it's, you know, validated because the market wants it, and that was the case here. So far, so good. Then the author goes away and locks themselves in, like, a cabin in the woods or something for six months. They go into seclusion, they write their book, and they come back after six months, and the book that they've produced is kind of their best guess at their best understanding of what the audience needed six months ago. And things change, and people don't quite have a perfect understanding, and there's often quite a disconnect between this book they've created and what people actually want and need. And so, you know, it's yet another book that's going to sit on the shelf. And so I said, if you want me to write this, then I want you to put a little bit of money into the project. So put your money where your mouth is. Prove that you really want it. And all those who put money into the project will become part of my writing team. So they get access to a private blog. And as I write content working on this book, it gets published there. Only they can see it. And they give me feedback on the content so that I can make it better. So when the book is launched, I know that it's going to be a perfect fit for exactly the people who need it. And so it wasn't really about the money. It was about getting the right people on the bus, so to speak. Wow, that's brilliant, Danny. I love that. What a brilliant idea. And and were people excited about that? Did you get a lot of feedback and support on the blog? People were very excited. And I mean, the book is still in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, a perfect example of this process is, and you know, I really believe in the more you test content, the more people you get in front of, the better. So I wrote the introduction to the book. Um, basically this introductory section. And, you know, I think I'm a pretty decent writer. I think it was pretty good. But I put it up there. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything award-winning, but I put it up there. And I got, I think it was 25 really meaty points of feedback. Like the average comment that somebody left was like two-thirds of a page long or something. Like really substantial. Wow. And I took that and I rewrote it based on all that feedback. And I submitted it as a guest post to Forbes. And Forbes liked it, and they ran it, and this post performed so well, it was the number two trending post on Forbes. It outperformed, I think, like 95% of the posts that run on the site. And, you know, I'm a pretty good writer, but I couldn't have made it that great. I couldn't have made it that good a fit for what people need without the feedback of all the people who helped me to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that's the number one rule that a lot of entrepreneurs really miss the boat on is that they create their product or their service based on what they think their audience wants and needs, and they don't go out and ask the audience. And mm-hmm. now with social media, you know, making our audience so available to us, there's just no excuse for that anymore. And you've just done a great job of demonstrating a, a powerful method uh, to get that kind of feedback. So thanks for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely my pleasure. I wish I could take credit, but I saw bits and pieces of it all over the place. I just stitched it all together. Oh, well, do you know how many people are out there, Danny, who who have ideas that they stitch all together, but they never implement them? So, I mean, well, that that's it That's unique. exactly the beauty of it. I tell yeah. people all the time, it's like, you don't even have to come up with original ideas. If all you do is pay attention and then put stuff to work, you're yep. going to look like a genius. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's just what you did. So I love that idea. 
So, Danny, let's go back. I mean, I, I really like the way that that you made um, identifying the audience for for your market, uh, your uh, product or service so easy. Who do you want to see naked, and 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 who do they want to see naked? Are you are you a great fit? Uh, what are some other tips that you can offer our audience in terms of uh, creating a solid foundation and and the groundwork for launching a powerful marketing strategy? Um, assuming you already know who the audience is, assuming you already yeah. know who you want to see naked, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Once we get past that point, what's the next? Okay, well, if you know who you want to see naked, the next step is to get really clear about the other half of that alignment piece, which is what do you have that they really want? And this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, it sounds very obvious, but a lot of entrepreneurs skip over it because They start with this idea of what they want to create. They start with their product, and so that's kind of a given. And then they shop around until they find the one person they kind of want to see naked, like, you know, they're kind of good enough, and then they're going to offer the product to them. And they just hope it'll work, and it rarely does, I mean, as we all know. And so start with the customer. Figure out who you want to see naked. But the next step after that is then figure out what is what you're offering them exactly what they need, or should you maybe tweak what you're offering so it'll be a better fit. And this is kind of the distinction between small marketing and big marketing. Small marketing is when people think of marketing, it's just the tactics. It's the, you know, what you do on your brochure or the copy you write or, um, you know, what you're going to do on Twitter or Facebook or all that kind of stuff. Big marketing is about most of your business strategy, frankly. It's about the alignment of what you've got with what people want. And so once you know who they are, you know, obviously you can't answer that question until you're talking about an actual person, but you've got to make sure that what you're offering to them is exactly, exactly what they need. Yeah. So seeing that big picture and uh, it even becomes, uh, you know, part of, of your your company um, profile and, and your mission and your and your vision. And uh, I think it's important that we really know our ideal customer inside and out and uh, understand what we're offering to them. So that's, that's great. And Danny, what would you say are the key differences between on and offline marketing? Because I think a lot of people nowadays with social media and, you know, the ability to do podcasts like these and blog and such, you know, and I'm probably one of the ones who are guilty of it we we forget that there are other ways to market our businesses uh, we're, we're going into a break actually in about a minute but let's get going on that topic because i know i only have you for one more segment sure well i mean I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes and then we can maybe talk about it in the next segment but at a high level it's actually not as different as people think the biggest difference is the cost structures and to a certain extent, the the ease of reach. So there are a lot of things that you can do online that you kind of can't. It's not that you can't do them offline. It's just that it's a lot more expensive to do them offline. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. And maybe we'll talk about that a little more in the next segment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Danny, thank you again for being here. I'm looking forward to that conversation. And don't forget to head on over to nakedmarketing.com and uh, exchange a tweet or a Facebook post for your free download of the manifesto. And it's a really quick read. You'll enjoy it. I can promise you that. And we'll be back here in just a few minutes. Again, don't forget to hop on over to inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka and check out today's article. Thanks.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central, Guntogadet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks for joining us today. We're here with marketing educator and author, Danny Eney. And when we went into break, Danny, we were talking about the main differentiators between on and offline marketing. And, and you were saying basically cost structure and ease of reach are, are the main differentiators. Tell us more. Sure. So fundamentally, people are people. And marketing is about connecting with people. And people haven't changed in thousands of years. So, you know, online and offline marketing can't be that different. You know, ultimately, you're a person, you want to connect with your customer, that's another person. It's just about the tools you use to do it. Now, the big difference is that in the offline world, if you want to, let's say, have a flyer and give it to someone, you've got to print that flyer, that flyer costs money. If you want to send an email to someone, that doesn't cost you anything. And the same goes for people visiting your website. The same goes for, you know, free samples of an information product or something they can download. The costs of doing a lot of these things are a lot lower off uh, in the online world than they are offline, which is not to say that it's better. And, some, you know, I mean, getting on the phone with someone, it takes more time. It's less automated. But on the other hand, it's much higher touch. It's much higher engagement. Right. So just because it's cheaper and easier doesn't mean it's the only way to go. Um, it is a good way to reach new people. It is a good way to start. Often what you want to do is 
kind of be smart about how you can add some of that traditional offline stuff that people are kind of letting fall by the wayside along the way because it's not as cool and new and, and cheap and easy as some of the online stuff and mix it into the to, to the mix of all the other things that you're doing online. So, for example, um, this is an easy example because we're doing it today. We happen to be in the process of selling a certain marketing training. Um, when people sign up, we call them on the phone just to welcome them into the program. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that people hardly ever do in the online world. And that in and of itself really does a good job of setting us apart and helping us connect with the audience, which is how we know that they're, they're very likely to actually do the work and reach out to us when they have questions and kind of do all the stuff that we need them to do in order to be successful. I like that. I like that a lot. I've taken, you know, online courses before and you feel like you're kind of living in a fog because you don't know who you're connecting with. You've never actually spoken to the person. And uh, you're right that that too sets you apart. I love that. So, Danny, you talk about guest posting. What? Tell us a little bit more about guest posting and why it's important, not just for the visibility for the guest who's posting, but also for the blogger. Like the host blog, you mean? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Host so blog. Let, let's first of all let's define our terms. So, guest posting is basically about the idea of writing a blog post that you're going to put on somebody else's blog, on on a bigger blog, a blog that has a sizable audience. So it's Mm -hmm. basically the online equivalent of writing an article and instead of sending it out to your five friends, you're you're submitting it to a magazine that has a much larger larger readership. Now, for you as the writer, you know, obviously it's great that you get in front of a much larger audience. It's a way of connecting with them. It's a way of also building your credibility. because they're going to see you more favorably for having written there and, and traffic that sees you there. It kind of gives you that endorsement of the site saying, yeah, this person's good enough to be featured here, so you should listen to them. Mm-hmm. But for the site, for the blog that is going to publish your content, you've got to recognize that blogs are just like magazines. In the content business, they need good content in order to keep things going. So if you go to them and you say, hey, you don't know me, but I want to write something for you so that you can give me a whole bunch of exposure and send me your mm-hmm. uh, traffic my way, you know, and, and let me take advantage of your hard-earned relationships, they're going to say, uh, yeah, I don't think so. But if you take some time to do your research, figure out who exactly is the audience, and, you know, you have to do that anyway, otherwise you're going to be writing for a blog that can't do anything for you. You've got to write for a blog that your audience actually reads. But you find the right blog, you know who the audience is, you come up with a content idea that's going to be fantastic for them. You pitch that idea, and they're going to see, here's someone who can put together something that our audience is going to love, and they're offering it to us. It doesn't cost anything. They seem professional, they seem responsible, they seem on the ball. Why wouldn't they want to say yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head there because as as a uh, an author for Inc. Magazine, um, I no longer blog for them. They they eliminated their blogs a couple of years ago, but um, I still write weekly for them. And you know, I get people pitching me all the time, and what they don't do is customize their a proposal to my audience and it's really it's almost offensive because here you are you're coming to me for something and it's important to you but you haven't taken the time to understand that as an author I've worked hard to build my following and so what I put out there is very important to me and for to know the audience and to know who I write to and and the style in which I do that so you bring an important point when when you say when you go to these 
these host bloggers and uh, you want to you want to propose a, a story, a blog piece. Uh, that's great. They're they're going to love it if it's really tailored to their audience, and uh, if it's not something they've written about a half a dozen times, and if it's not all about you, but it's all about offering something of value to their to their audience. Mm-hmm. If the audience is going to love it, they're going to love it. Yeah. And if the audience it's- isn't going to love it, it's not going to do anything for you anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. Why bother? So put a little work, I guess, you know, what I'm saying is uh, a lot of people don't put enough work into their pitch. Put some work into that pitch and uh, and go out there and, and, yeah, gain that exposure, but help other people while you're doing it. So that's a great, important part. So, Danny, um, customer life cycle. Do you feel that that has changed now that we have all these digital mediums to promote our businesses? Uh, do you think the life cycle has gotten longer or shorter than it, it was in the past before um, before we were marketing online? Um, that's a really great question, and I think the answer is going to depend on, of course, what product and what customer we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will likely have gotten, I'm not going to say shorter, I'm going to say accelerated, because okay. the transfer of information, the speed at which it happens these days, means that you can move through those steps a lot faster. You know, if you if you look at, for example, a mainstream market not wanting to buy your stuff and they see lots of other people using it. Um, that's fine. That's the case now, and that's the case that it was 40 years ago, except that it's much, much easier for the mainstream market to see more people using it much faster. So you can potentially travel from one stage in that life cycle to the other a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but fundamentally, I mean, we're still talking about people, and people haven't changed all that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. I think there, there's a lot about the whole marketing cycle and the sales cycle that's changed, but you're right. People still want to get their money's worth. They want to connect to the company that they're buying from, and they still want to build relationships. And uh, I think that's all much easier now because of social media. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Denny, there comes a point when even the micro business or the solopreneur probably needs some outside marketing help. Tell us how we know when we've reached that point and, uh, you know, when a business owner should pay for some outside help and what that might look like. Sure. Um, So I'll give you two examples because these are, I, I get both types of questions all the time and I try to help everyone. That I can. So if anyone has a question, you know, firepullmarketing.com, just send me an email and, you know, you don't have to pay me to send me an email. <laughs> um, but I get two types of questions, two categories of questions. One is a question where the person really hasn't thought this through. And so what I'll do is I'll push back with, you know, I just need more information. I'll push back with another question. And it's kind of a Socratic dialogue leading them to their own conclusion. Other times, people reach out to me because they genuinely, like, you know, they've thought about it. They just, they lack the expertise or the knowledge that they would need to make a good decision. Um, The first role is something that a smart, any smart person that you respect can probably serve. Um, Getting someone to challenge you on your thinking, you know, what should I do in order to get more people like this to 
to, to do business with me well? What's getting them to do business with you now? What's working and what's not? Um, where are you likely to find them? Where do they hang out? All the kind of questions, and this is what I keep saying, marketing is simple. A lot of the questions I would ask, they're kind of common sense questions. So get a few people together, smart people, smart friends that you respect, get a pizza, maybe a six-pack, say, this is my problem, I need to talk through it, and I need all of your help. And have that conversation. You'll be surprised how far you can get on, you know, a couple of boxes of pizza. Mm-hmm. Now, what you might want to do after that is kind of take that, those results, summarize them, synthesize them, think through them, and at that point, go to someone who has expertise, like myself, like yourself, like there are a lot of good professionals in the space, and come to them with intelligent questions. Because when you're going to a consultant, when you're going to someone who does more or less what we do, all they can give you is what you give them runs through the, the filter of their expertise. So if you come to them with questions that you haven't even thought through, they'll give you better questions, but they're not going to give you any answers. And so get the help you need, but start by getting a better grasp on what your challenges are so that you can ask good questions. Mm-hmm. And you might be surprised in the process of asking those good, those good questions, you might find some good answers. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Just that brainstorming process alone will help to take you to the next level of understanding what it is you need and where your business needs to go and how to do it. So great feedback and great advice. You know, I noticed that you have a lot of content over at Firepole Marketing. That's firepolemarketing.com, everybody. A lot of great content that's free. Um, What's your belief system around that, around giving away uh, so much valuable information versus having someone maybe belong to a membership site in order to gain access to that information? Um, I think there's a difference. And by the way, it's fire pole marketing, P-O-L-E, like like the pole you slide down in the fire station, not the pole when you're standing on the corner asking people questions. Right. There are different philosophies around that, and I think it's also there are different business models around that in terms of how you make money. You know, you can look at what the newspapers are trying to do, charging for a subscription. They're just, you know, rapidly going out of business. Um, What it comes down to is that, in my opinion at least, there's a difference between knowledge and expertise. Mm -hmm. If all somebody needs is the knowledge, they can then take it and go apply it themselves, then you know, good for them. They can take it with my blessing, and I'd love to hear what results they get out of it. If that knowledge gives them the insight they need in order to ask the right questions, recognize that they need some expert help, that's why I'd like to come to me. I have to interrupt that, that wonderful thought. We're going into break already. Do you have time to come back and just say goodbye? Um, I'm not. I'm going to have to. Okay. I have a call I have to jump on, but thank okay. you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Danny. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you. To create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Tara will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. 
You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show with your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vasley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, we really had a fast goodbye there with our guest, Danny Eaney, and I so appreciate that Danny was here with us today. And, you know, the point he was making is absolutely so valid. A lot of us, you know, experts in our in your field, you're, you're one of them. You, we like to give away helpful information. We like to help people expand and broaden their thoughts around topics and, and learn how to do new things and think differently. Uh, but... When you truly need the expert application, that's when it's time to step in and, and uh, hire somebody like Danny and his team at Firepole Marketing and uh, or a business coach like myself, life coach, business coach, because there's something to be said about getting the actual strategy in play and having the expert uh, experience behind you to implement your next step, your next plans, or whatever it is that you're looking to do. So, you know, again, Danny and his team are very, very generous with the information over at firepolemarketing.com. And as Danny said, it's firepole marketing.com. So go on over there and take a gander through their blog, especially there's lots of great stuff. And you can download his manifesto at nakedmarketing.com as well. So let's close in this last segment talking a little bit more about some of the points that, that Danny made and uh, some of the points that we didn't get to to really cover out there. The balance of social media and marketing in person. I think that's different for everyone. You know, I, I sometimes work with solo practitioners like massage therapists, uh, chiropractors. And while I think there's a lot of value to online marketing for practitioners, uh, whether you're a hairdresser or what have you, there is a lot of value. Uh, but 
again, word of mouth referral is so powerful if that's the type of business that you own. And so, yeah, taking time to go to those networking events, taking time to talk to your clients or your patients about who they know uh, that, that might be interested in your services and really creating that that. Uh, you know, person to person kind of relationship is really critical to solo practitioners and small solo business owners. Very critical. And it's easy once you get into the online marketing and the, the social media venues, it's really easy to forget that piece because in a way it's 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 a lot simpler for some people to market online. It really is. And you don't have to dread going to that networking event and Feeling like wallflower, like so many people do. So, you know, think about what kind of networking is right for you online or in, you know, face to face, and do create your strategy. What's your plan? Who do you want to meet out there, and where are you going to meet them? So, for instance, when I go out and I do connecting live in a person, it's less likely for me to go out looking for my clients because, frankly, uh, my ideal client isn't at the local mixer, okay? They're at large conferences because my while I coach entrepreneurs and individuals from all walks of life, the, the client that I really target and really market to closely is the female business owner who is bringing in six figures, but really looking to scale her business into the seven figures. And again, that's not necessarily the only person I coach, but that's primarily who I market to. And for me, those are the clients who will stay on over a long period of time. They get a lot out of the relationship, they grow their business, and they can afford the services. So those are three really important things about who I work with. And those those women are not at the local leads groups and the local chamber. They're at the larger conferences. And so I have to travel to actually do the face-to-face marketing with them. I do that. It's important to do that. And speaking engagements too. You know, if, if you're like me in a situation where you need to reach a person who's not taking a lot of time away from home and business to be at the smaller events because perhaps their clients aren't at the, those events, those neighborhood events either, you know, align yourself with perhaps some speaking opportunities if that's possible. You're an expert. What are you an expert in? And uh, what kind of conferences are your clients at? And what what can you talk about at those conferences? So go ahead and out and, and get some of those speaking opportunities. Most of them, unless you're a keynoter uh, or uh, you you really choose a conference that has a budget, most of those opportunities aren't going to be directly paid opportunities, but you will more than likely walk away with a handful of really, really solid prospects for your business, and, and you can't pay for those. There's so much value to that. So building the relationship on to the next level uh, from from a foundation like that is a great opportunity. Let's talk a little bit about social media marketing and uh, what what that means and whether or not it's right for your business. Because I'll tell you what, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I just don't get it. 
I don't have the time, I don't know what to do, and I've got a couple tips today that might make it easier for you if you've just maybe dipped your toe in, but you haven't taken the plunge, or if you really haven't uh, created a strategy at all in social media. And it's just like... Like Danny was saying earlier, you want to know your customer. You want to know, as Danny put it, who you want to see naked and who wants to see you naked. Are you their type, right? And once you know that, you can identify much more easily what social marketing media um, platform is right for you. So if you're marketing business to business, then you want to invest a lot of your time over in LinkedIn, right? Because that's where you're going to find uh, people who are, well, and again, I say business to business, and I really, really mean uh, business to corporation, Um, because you're going to find a lot of executives, you're going to find a lot of decision makers, you're going to find a lot of consultants over on LinkedIn. So really think about who you want to market to. If you're marketing to a consumer, then Twitter, Facebook, those are great options. And YouTube is a great option for everybody. And there are so many, 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 many more uh, websites out there that we need to know about, we need to talk about. So we're going to certainly dedicate an upcoming show to some of the, you know, stumble upon type websites that uh, people tend not to know quite as much about. Because when we think about social media, we think about the primaries, you know, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. And we can't forget about blogging and podcasting because that's a part of the picture as well. You know, I love doing these shows and I definitely tie my topics in to what I write about for Inc. Magazine because I think that, you know, there are important topics out there that everybody needs to learn and wants to learn more about. And this gives me just a great opportunity to share that information and to bring experts like Danny on board. And uh, so there's there's a lot that podcasting can do for you. And it's it's again it's an investment of time but you have to weigh what you get from that investment against what kind of time it gets so think about podcasting and blogging people think oh gosh i don't have the time to blog what am i going to blog about uh why would it make a difference well first and foremost right out the gate adding a content-rich, relevant blog to your website is going to help you in your search engine optimization strategy. And that, again, that in and of itself is a reason to do it. It's going to help you with your SEO. It's going to help you get found better. And the key there is to identify your keywords and what your person, that person, as Danny says, that you want to see naked is out there searching on if they want to find a business like yours. And so you might have to have some, some professional help really identifying those keywords. And I'll tell you a quick story because I think this sums up why and this would be a good, good way to, uh, to end, up the, end the show. In my practice, I use a modality called EFT, uh, also known as tapping and the emotional freedom techniques. And when I first started u- using EFT, I thought, oh, what is this great for? Well, it's really great for people coping with, I mean, it's great for a lot of things, but the one thing 
I chose was people coping with depression. I wanted to work with people who were were just barely coping with depression and help those people. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to use the keywords depression. I'm going to blog a lot about depression. I'm going to actually even do a little AdWords campaign with those those keywords. Well, what I found out really quickly was that that's very competitive. And that the companies that can really afford to be competitive in an AdWord uh, like like um, depression are the companies who are the drug companies who sell the drugs to resolve depression, or they think. Uh, and so when you put in the word depression, natural remedies or natural solutions or self-help solutions don't even show up. So here I invested all this time and some money into that keyword and I found, oops, that wasn't right for me at all and I had to go a whole nother way. So that's why I say, you know, Danny was talking about calling in the experts. I think that's a great example of when you want to call in the experts. If you're an attorney and you do bankruptcy, well, you might just want to see what your competition is out there because I can pretty much promise you that there are a lot of attorneys whose pockets might be deeper than yours using those keywords. So that's a great example of calling in the experts. So just a few tips I wanted to wind up with today for you. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And you'll find me at Inc. as well, Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And again, I hope you enjoyed our visit with Danny Eney. He was uh, very helpful today. And you'll find his manifesto, Naked Marketing Manifesto or NakedMarketing.com. And you can also contact Danny through his other website at Firepole, F-I-R-E-P-O-L-E, Marketing.com. And I look forward to seeing you here on the Million Dollar Mindset next week at 1 o'clock Central, 2 o'clock Eastern, as always. And I hope that you have a fabulous, fabulous week ahead. Thanks for joining me. This is Marla Tabaka, enjoying your company as always. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you